previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Well, real quick, I've as I teased before we went out the last segment, so much to talk about. You know, were you one of the ones that were you were hesitant, or did you just not know about the podcast? Yeah, well, I I mean, I I didn't. There was a part of me that said, "What is this?" <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Little. Oh. Who's that? Someone who has who that? to... Who that? Someone who has to apologize. <laughs> Let's go right there. Wait, what did he do? Well, first, we already? Won't, I think we're going to do... Yes, already, Chuck. We're going to start here, though. I'm, I'm going to... Thank you to our Patreon sponsors. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to start with that. Okay. Because that's important. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Chuck... Sorry. There you go. Thank you. That's all. That that was for all the littles for not showing up to Jingle Fest. That's what that was for. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. He says he's going to come. I had so much fun at Jingle maybe. Fest. I, I forgot. never said definitively. He said maybe. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> it's not like it's just like a three-hour trip or anything. It was nothing for us. I didn't Four know. I didn't drive at all. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Thank you, Sam Berger. Yeah, you got uh, chauffeured. Down. We got chauffeured down, Chuck. Well, Chuck. Lovely. Get, well, Chuck, once you get bumped up from tiny status, maybe it was, someone... It was more of a Littles helping Littles situation. Absolutely. I mean, Alex Cobb is out there. Maybe next time you guys can road trip. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to see him in a couple of weeks. Is that, is that really... for sure? Is that for sure? Or is this another That's maybe? for sure. Put it... All in right. Pen? Tiny Chuck will be at Summer of Littles. Roxy, how can they find out information about that? Summeroflittles.com. Absolutely. The, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Now, they just are now opening up the reservations, Chuck. So you're going to have yeah. to go to the website and reserve. So Bob Walsh will know you're going to be there. So make sure you do that. I can talk you through that after we're done doing this. <laughs> Thank you but, so much. But that's going to happen. Just ask Siri. Just ask Siri. Siri. <laughs> How do I RSVP to Summer of Littles? <laughs> right. Wait, I wonder what up. she would say. <laughs> I don't know. And then the other big important information, summeroflittles2 at gmail.com for any questions. That's summeroflittles, the number two at gmail.com. So let's get that right out of the way. All right. Now, next thing. Chuck, th- I-, I sense a little pep in your step. Oh, you betcha. I mean... <laughs> What's up with the O's, Chuck? I mean, oh man, we are surging right now. I mean, it was ten in a row. I mean, that's amazing. Now, you know, we're not sure when this is going to drop, so we don't know if it'll be eleven or twelve, or might be back down to zero and what. But who cares, right? Ten and O. That's pretty good. What's going on, Chuck? Oh my god, it's like for the first time in like four or five years, I'm actually excited to look at the box score (laughs) to see if we won. Right. (laughs) Instead of being surprised if we won now chuck off air you so, were saying how oh yeah but we played a bunch of crappy teams blah blah, blah. you played you played cincinnati well, you played the cubs who else did you right play? right oh the angels uh, the angels the angels i mean we didn't pl- i don't think we faced shotani so that helped in the situation for sure, sure but but that's gonna happen uh, but it doesn't even matter because we st- we you know we've been so bad that everybody's better than us so it's i guess i shouldn't be complaining about anything on this streak absolutely i mean like Chuck, you're in the wild card race. I mean, when's the last time you said that? When's the last time we've been over 500 on this time of year? Like, hey. I think, I don't know exactly the stats, but uh, somebody I'm sure knows. But I think, like, we didn't even win this many games last year until, I don't even know if we won this many games, to be honest <laughs> with you. But if we did, it wasn't until, like, September or something. Right, right. <laughs> So well, it's uh, and we, you know, it wasn't supposed to happen. So that makes it even more special. So, absolutely. Um, maybe the rebuild is, is, upon us faster than we had hoped absolutely sure. okay chuck i forget do you have an air fryer uh we have an attachment to your instant pot to our instant pot yes yeah that's an air fryer yeah our instant pot i didn't realize that this was a possibility what? so we don't have the model that is compatible with the air fryer attachment sadly but sadly, I feel like that's an okay thing. I, I don't think know. it would be really cool. <laughs> you hate that thing. So <laughs> he's so afraid of it. I'm so anti Instapot. <laughs> no, he's just so afraid of it. Well, when you're like, t- don't, don't touch this button because it'll like blow your freaking <laughs> eyes. It'll poke your eyes out. Or you keep saying, don't touch that button, right? Until it pops up or yeah, something. Yeah, and that, yeah, just don't put your face over the steam. Duh. <laughs> okay. Like, that's normal. Well, I love the air fryer. I have an update. Chuck, have you ever tried the hot dogs in the air fryer? Nope. Okay, we've talked about that a ton of times. Yeah, you need Love to that. try that. But Lee Gordon suggested wrapping them in bacon and then putting them in the air fryer. Uh-huh. I tried Holy it. Holy crap. I, <laughs> I mean, how can you go wrong, right? 
I'm not sure how I feel about it, only because very tasty, very tasty. But the problem is, everyone knows by now, I'm a condiments freak. I like the relish, the raw onion, the ketchup, the mustard. I like a dog the right way. Okay, the I, works. The works. Well, I don't like sauerkraut. I usually, don't like that's sauerkraut what either. usually like chili or the kraut means chili the works. Chili is probably chili good. is fine, but yeah. I'm not, so I don't want to say the works. But here's the thing. First of all, the texture was weird. Okay, the first time I tried it, by the way, the bacon, when I opened up the air fryer, the bacon had completely unrolled. So that was me being stupid, obviously. I, next time I used toothpicks, it worked fine. But the texture was weird when you're biting into the hot dog and then trying to bite through the bacon. It was a little weird. Plus, with the condiments, it just didn't t- I don't know. Lee, I'm, I'm, I'm the, the jury's still out. I'd like to say it was very tasty, but I like my dogs with the, the condiments the way I like them. And I, relish and bacon, it just it was a weird mix. I didn't try it yet. Yeah. So, But when I watched you make it the other day, you folded the bacon in half long ways well, yeah. and wrapped it. I think you should leave it unfolded and just like have it wrapped the around. The entire dog? Yes. Oh, maybe. And like no spaces in between. Make it nice and tightly wrapped. Like that okay, maybe. is probably going to be really good. So it's like a condom for the hot dog <laughs> made out of bacon. <laughs> just, just, just checking. Okay, thanks, Roxy, for that totally, We're going to end this podcast that, now. <laughs> yeah, I was totally already there. I was going to throw in the condom on the hot dog. Oh, condom on the hot dog. Condoms. My goodness. It's, bacon yeah, flavored we're 12, condom, we're 12. Chuck. Bacon, okay. Do they make those? Bacon flavored okay. condoms? Okay, put it on Shark Tank. You'll win a million dollars. Okay, let's right. go. All right. Chuck, it sounds like you're chomping at the bit to try that product. That's all I'm going to say. Or are you chomping at Are you at chomping the bit? at No, I already had this conversation with him off air because I told him, I'm like, <laughs> we're going to be talking about this. Chuck has never heard of chomping at the bit as we haven't either. Right. So I tried Littles. I tried to find a third wheel that would be like, you're idiots. It's champing at the bit. What are you talking about? I don't know. Maybe Simon. I don't know. Or maybe Ritz. I don't even know. All yeah, I know is somebody smarter than me because I have never in my life I've heard of like chomping on, you know, chomp, 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 chomp. Right, right. Well, I've got stuff <laughs> to read champ, here. Champ, champ, Look, champ, we've champ. got so much on this. There's right, so many emails. Right. I apologize in advance. I What I decided to do is just pick the first two that came in, one on both sides, and then I think I have a minor conversation between Ed Butt and Bobby Gottfried. All right, let's start here. Tony Beeson. <laughs> Champing or chomping at the bit. The quick answer to whether champ or chomp is correct is that both are acceptable for modern use, meaning you can use either. To champ or chomp at the bit is to be restless or unable to show restraint. That's what I mean. It's the internet screwed us all. Like the internet, we have no know-it-alls now because you can always find an opposite somebody who said it's the opposite. Anyway, so then we heard, we heard another. This phrase or idiom comes from the sport of kings, horse racing, which we talked about in the last episode. A bit is a part of apparatus that goes in the horse's mouth and connects to the bridle and reins so the horse can be controlled and directed by the jockey on its back. The bit fits into a toothless ridge of the horse's mouth, so the horse never really bites the bit, but it can grind his teeth or jaw against the bit, and if it does, it means that the horse is either nervous or really excited about racing. Aww. That's how the phrase champing at the bit entered everyday communications to indicate extreme eagerness. But chomping has come to replace champing in this phrase. It makes sense to a degree because chomping is far more a common word than champing and would seem to relate back to the phrase's origin because horses' mouths have teeth and teeth chomp. However, champing is the similar word with a similar meaning to chomp. It means to grind teeth. The original phrase works. In the end, it's just wrong to say chomping because chomping is a transitive verb or a verb that needs an object for it to make sense. In other words, you have to have something to chomp on if you want to use chomp. A horse doesn't chomp or bite the bit. He champs or grinds his teeth. No bit is necessary for a champing to happen. So champing is an intransitive verb, which means no object is required. <laughs> that hurt my brain a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I just... All right. Then we had a conversation between Ed Butt. Okay. Ed Butt actually said, actually, I was very interested in this discussion. That's why I Googled it. I do not ever recall seeing the term in writing, but always assumed people were saying chomping. But now you have raised the issue. As I think back on what people have said, it might have been champing or some hybrid. Hell, with a Chicago accent, they both sound the same anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Gottfried said, oh, I've been fascinated reading more. I didn't realize chomping had become so widely accepted. What? What? What's, where do you? What? Where do people live? I know, right? The way language changes over time is always fascinating. But I, Okay, right. That's true. I but, think. But wait. So you, Bobby, you grew up with it champing at the bit? I'm telling you, Roxy, I think this is a is soda true? pop thing. 
This is depends on where you grew up. It's a regional Mm -hmm. thing, depending on where you grew up. That's the only guess I can have. I just and I get this whole transitive verb crap that they were throwing (laughs) at us. That okay, sure. I guess. Well, we grew up in upstate New York in the country, and I guess I I guess I wasn't educated as as proper. But I I wasn't either. Never heard of Connecticut. So never heard of it. All right, then we heard this is one of my favorite ones. Chuck and Roxy. I darn near wrecked my car when Chuck said he found something interesting in the book of interesting stories for curious people. And Roxy replied, that's why it's a book called Interesting Stories. <laughs> Sweet little Roxy <laughs> channeling her inner Roop to crack on Chuck made me so happy. Roop Sharma. There you go. You know, Roop, I, yeah, I think you rubbed off on me a little bit at Jingle Fest. Maybe. I don't know. She's given, given it to me. Yeah. It's anyway. It's been great. Then we heard, I don't know who this is, Smooth Beat 5835. It just says, you need more softball talk. So I love this person. Ah. So I don't know. Yeah. I, is yeah. it spam? No, I don't think it's spam. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. Anyway. Then we come to the portion of the co-host third wheel who didn't get on the show. We heard from Ritz. A fe- this is all backtracking. Yeah. We're backtracking big yeah. time. The federal judge isn't ready to take Subway's claim as fact and has refused to dismiss a lawsuit brought against the chain for misrepresenting what goes into its tuna products. We're back to that. Okay. The suit was brought against Subway by a customer in early 2021 and after the New York Times found no evidence of amplifiable tuna DNA in the tuna offerings at three different Subway <laughs> locations, the case picked up steam. Subway claims that any non-tuna DNA found in its tuna comes from eggs in the adjacent mayonnaise or contact with other meats. Wow. Okay, then we heard from Brian Becker, and he says, Sully, from Boston, spends way more time in his AL-only league than I do in my NL-only league. But he's right. It is more challenging because your pool of players is halved compared to a mixed league. Our league actually has actual positions instead of generic infield outfield spots. Now, Chuck, you're not a fantasy baseball guy, right? No, I never have. That's time consuming. <laughs> well, I'm wondering what this if uh, there must be. I'm wondering if there's football like Maybe. NFC, AFC only leagues. There I'm must be. Sure. Yeah, there has to be. That's just got leagues oh, for everything. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Doesn't Sully Kamish? He is this year, actually. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. For our for the Littles for, League, yeah. yeah, we'll get into that because he's going to come on and tout all that stuff. Um, then we lastly we hear from Kim Wilson. Two L's. Can I just say I'm flattered that in some dimension of time and space I am good enough with names and faces that I would challenge someone else to name everyone in a room. <laughs> that is possibly one of the worst traits: not being able to retain names and faces. Now that's obviously from Roxy's dream My she dream. had. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, Kim, I have that same problem with remembering names, but I feel like after meeting everyone at Jingle Fest, I'll be able to remember their names. Absolutely. Okay, Roxy, we have one minute to give you your quick review on A Mighty Wind. She finally saw A Mighty Wind. I did. Okay, I really did like that song. It was really sweet. Oh, the the one, the the, the duet. Yeah. yeah, It was was nominated for an Oscar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It was strange. You didn't like it. You were falling asleep, Roxy. Cut to the chase. We have a minute. <laughs> I liked it better than Spinal Tap, I think. Whoa. Okay, that's... that's. Oh, did you hear that gasp? That was that was Little's <laughs> Nation just now. No, a lot of Little's like Mighty Wind, but you were saying... Do I have to do the... Re- this is what she said to me. Now, it, this was like a couple days ago, so right. maybe you forgot. You were like, it took too long to get to the concert. You loved the concert. Yeah, I loved the concert. It took too long to get there. Yeah. Um, they could have done, I think, more with the concert, because then when it came, I felt like they just breezed right by it. Chuck, but... have you seen it? Yeah, I didn't care for it. <laughs> and there you go, folks. All Hands right. Down. Now we have one more minute, Roxy. Bachelorette? Is that what it's oh, called? Oh, it's on. It's two... 32 bachelor men are vying for two bachelorette's hearts. So there's two bachelorettes leading the show this year, this season. And that's really strange. This is the first time this ever happened? First time that they have two. Well, they had two previously but what happened was the after the first night the men decided which one of the two they actually wanted to To date right and pursue so then then one one got kicked out one of the bachelorettes got kicked out and then it was it was just one bachelorette like a normal season this time there are two bachelorettes for the entire season and two bachelorettes will be looking for love at the same time with the same group of In men. In all the wrong Whoa. places. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be really interesting and the first night was a little um it started out a little awkward because I think the guys thought, "Oh, I should take both of them aside and talk to both of them at the same time." And they were sort of like, "Well, when are we going to like have our own Do private it? time?" Well, Let's that call it. Let's just say of what course, 
course, it was like, who's going to be the first kiss and all of that? Who's going to get the first impression rose? All of that. But then they ended up sending three people home right at the top of the rose ceremony. They asked three people to step out. They said, hey, we're neither of us are feeling this. So just thanks. Go home. They come back in and they tell all the rest of the guys, hey, we're not going to continue with a rose ceremony tonight because we just let those three go. Haven't talked to most of you, so we're just going to continue on all together and do a rose ceremony next episode. All right. So this is on ABC, right? ABC. All right. So we would like to remind you, Jared Freed, remember him? We Oh, yeah. Very funny comedian. Was We were so grateful he d- uh, said he'd come on the podcast. Our episode 104. If you haven't checked that out, you're going to want to yes, go check that out. you're going to want to. Then you're definitely going to want to go to his, his Instagram. Instagram, which is what? what? Just Jared Freed, right? Jared Freed. Just at Jared. J-A-R-E-D-F-R-E-I-D hilarious he does a full recap so if you're like me and you don't want to watch the show but yeah, you kind of want to know what's going on so you can talk to your wife about it go to his stories yeah it's usually the well, okay, i mean sometimes it's the night that. of sometimes it's the day after he does what's called a live scream and is basically like a watch party with himself watching yeah. the show and, and screaming at the tv it. and commenting it's awesome highly recommend it it's awesome all right let's get out of here great meet the littles guests we're coming back with the friday five we're very excited about that we'll be right back with meet the Littles. ho 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 hello chuck and roxy hello littles santa here just stop by to say i'm done with interrupting my summer vacation for Christmas in July because now August has a holiday. Summer of Littles, August 6th at 5 p.m. your local time. Go to summeroflittles.com and find one near you. And if there isn't one, why don't you host it? Merry Summer of Littles to those who celebrate. Ho, ho, ho! Littles, I feel like I say this every time, but how about this? We are being played in by a group called The Briars, and they are from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And this song is called Got to Give. They wrote in and said, We have played extensively in our area of Tennessee, and we host an Americana showcase every three months, which features local acts, and we recently got engaged. And this was sent in by Robert Lovett, and that's how we got permission to play it from. If you like what you hear, you can reach Robert Lovett at rmlovett, that's R-M-L-O-V-E-T-T, at hotmail.com, or better yet, just go over to their website. It is thebriarsmusic.net, and Briars is spelled B-R-I-A-R-S, so thebriarsmusic.net. And as always, we'll play the full song, Got to Give, at the end of the podcast. All you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles and Roxy, a fun one and a weird one, but we're looking so forward to this. Please welcome to the podcast, Kelly Cardin. Hey, Kelly, how's it going? It's going well. I'm super excited about this. All right. Well, we're finding out everything about you immediately. We had no time for this is another one of those. It wasn't as bad as the last one, but this literally happened like two in the morning. Right. I finally got back in touch. We'd been kind of playing phone tag. We knew we were going to do an interview, but you gave me your schedule and I was like, hey, well, we have a a spot open in like eight hours. Do you want to come on tomorrow morning? (laughs) And so I went to bed, finally got your email. You were like, yeah, let's do it. And so I sent you over the form real quick. We've had like five minutes. So we know nothing about you. We had no time to lurk. Right. But I will say we got maybe two to five words into just like saying, hey, how are you? You know, before we actually start. Well, because he said hi from the Midwest. And we're like, oh, where are you from? Yeah. Anyway, Kelly, take a second. Introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. Yeah, my name is Kelly Carton, and I am a longtime little. I don't think I'm the longest time little by any means, but certainly since I want to say 2000-ish, 
certainly back on the ESPN days. I did not foresee this being such a big part of my life and personality. Like I said earlier, I'm irrationally excited about this, being on this with you. And I'm a 52-year-old retired firefighter in the Midwest that's obviously got another career going. I have three kids, obviously a wife, a wonderful wife, two dogs, three cats, seven and a half goats, and 27 chickens living on three acres outside of Ozark, Missouri. Wow. All right. No partridge in the pear tree, though. No. No, no, That's that's this year. (laughs) They're going to add that this year. Okay. Exactly. All right. Let's dissect. Okay. First of all. The, the, what you said when we first came on, you're like, I was like, where are you from? He's like, Ozark. I was like, whoa. Okay. Roxy and I were just possibly planning a trip to Ozark, mm-hmm. Missouri, mm-hmm. but we know nothing about it. Right. Okay. Now, well, wait a minute. Why were you planning a trip to Ozark, Missouri? Well, partly because Chuck Tiny here is Chuck. a big fan. Well, yes. But Chuck here is a big fan of the show, Ozark. <laughs> And oh. <laughs> the, it, the lake, it all just looks beautiful. Now, right. I, I know the people are crazy there if you know the show, but I, we're not planning I on meeting do. any of the people. I'm about to burst a lot of bubbles here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Stick up for your hometown. Well, well, I hate to say it's not my hometown, but oh, I have okay. lived here for 25 years. Okay. It's a lovely little suburb of Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Springfield's a middle-sized city. Roughly quarter of a million people in the Metroplex area, including the Ozark area. It's a lovely little town uh, next to a slightly bigger city. The biggest thing people usually know is that it's about 30 minutes from Branson, Missouri, uh-huh. um, which is tends to be, you know, nationwide known. Right. But the town of Ozark, Missouri is just a small town. It's just a, a tiny little town. Got some affiliations with, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Bass Pro. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. So that is a large contributor to the ambiance in the, in just this whole southwest missouri area johnny morris the owner of bass pro he has his you know his hands in a lot of pies out here but it's a beautiful little town okay but the show ozark is not from anywhere near here you're thinking of lake of the that, ozark that's what i was about gonna... two and a half hours away oh <laughs> two okay. and a half hours See, i didn't away. realize it was that far away Okay, that yeah, makes so sense. Lake of the Ozarks is right smack dab in the middle of Missouri. And Ozark, Missouri and Springfield, Missouri are far down in the southwest corner. Gotcha, okay. right. Now, okay, so what can you tell us about Lake of the Ozarks? Is it Wait, first of all, let me correct myself. Is it Lake of the Ozark or, <laughs> or is it Ozarks? Plural? With an S, Lake it is. of the Ozark. Okay. But yes. you live it, in Ozark. A, yes, I live in the actual town of Ozark. Okay. Which there's also an Ozark, Arkansas, which people get confused with. But Lake of the Ozarks is a dammed up river from back in the 50s. They built a lake and it's a huge resort town. Uh It is not very far from Jefferson City, which is the capital of Missouri. And it's also not very far from Columbia, Missouri, where University of Missouri is. So it is a big resort town. There's a lot of money in the area. There is a lot of large boats and large luxury homes on Lake of the Ozarks. It's a very big lake, a a typical river lake that kind of snakes around. I've been there once, and it's not a, to me, it's not a great lake to go relax on because it's so busy. Oh, okay. oh, I see. Well, I was wondering, maybe Tiny Chuck's wife got confused, and maybe I said Ozark, and she's like, why do you want to go to this tiny well, little town? she did. I didn't thought. she say something about it being very touristy? She did. She was and like, you yeah, were like, you don't well, wanna... that's what we are. Yeah, well, that's so. what we're going to be because we've never been. <laughs> well, so. so, yeah, so Ozark, the town, I mean, it has, you know, antique stores and it has restaurants, mm-hmm. but it's not a huge tourist location. It's a little bit more of a bedroom community yeah. with right. you know, a square that has some of that stuff. Sure. Branson, very touristy. And of course, all of the things that are involved in Branson, which as someone who lives close, Branson is this tourist attraction, kind of like going to the Empire State Building for you guys. Like, uh, you know, I don't really do that. But every now and again, it's like, oh, we do live next to this really cool big attraction. Right. Yeah, that's on the list, too. Branson was on the list. It's one of the towns to maybe hit while we're down there. So, Well, that's all within like 45 minutes. Right. Right. Springfield is 15 minutes north of me and Branson is 30 minutes south of me. Okay. Okay. So Littles, that's your travel advisory portion of the podcast interview. (laughs) Just Uh, to throw it out there, too, I live in a renovated barn that has a huge guest room. So anyone traveling through, more more than welcome. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Now, let's go back because you said last 20, 25 years. So where did you grow up and where'd you go to school and all that stuff? So I grew up in Texas. I was born in Houston. I went to high school in Austin Mm. and kind of bounced around a little bit before and after those all around Texas. Lived in places like Nacogdoches, 
and San Marcos uh, in the metro Dallas Metroplex area. So bounced around Texas quite a bit and then started my career as a firefighter there in Lufkin, which is a small town north of Houston, Mm -hmm. known for their trailers and tape measures, and then ended up moving here to join the Springfield Fire Department and did 25 years there before I just retired this last December. Oh, wow. How did that happen? I mean, did you, were you seeking that out or they just put you there? How does that work for firefighters? How did I get to that town or how did I? Yeah, like Springfield (laughs) out of all places from Uh, family. Oh, I see. Okay. I had family in Texas and I had family in Southern Missouri. Gotcha. And so, you know, we'd spend summers up here. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed the weather. Texas is a skillet yep. and it feels like you have a hot air dryer blowing on you all the time. Mm. Yep. And uh, at night, if it's 97 during the day, it drops down to 95 at night. Whereas here in South Missouri, if it's hot during the day, it cools down 20 degrees at night and yeah. it's pleasant. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just decided, you know, in my mid 20s, I kind of want to start families, start life and need to find a place that I want to do that. And I obviously, because I am from Texas, I'm obliged to say this, that I love Texas and I miss it a lot. Mm -hmm. But uh, I wanted to be in some place that had seasons. Understandable. Now, more importantly, Summer of Littles. Have you ever been to one? I have not because... I have a 45-year going family reunion that always lands oh. on the first weekend in August. Oh, no. And has since I was, you know, 8 or 10 years old. And so every year I'm like, well, I can't go this year. Because there has mm. been several in Missouri. Well, There's been some up at Lake of the Ozarks and some different places. I'm like, I can't go. So This year, Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. I know. I yeah. know. And Alex Cobb. I'm not going to be here. Oh, that's too. Well, you should still reach out to Alex. He seems like, I don't know if you heard his interview. We interviewed him about three weeks, not even three weeks ago. Uh Such a nice guy. Okay. I I saw that you guys did it and I actually reached out to him on uh, Twitter. Oh, great. uh, To follow each other. So yes, I'm slowly reeling that in. Maybe you can have a fall of Littles. Maybe a fall of Little's gathering so that you can go and meet him. Cardboard cut out of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, send a cardboard cut out. No, because I mean, I know Tiny Chuck would be interested because he's up there. He's now kind of. It's so funny. Tiny Chuck wasn't sure what the hell this was. No. Okay, because he didn't. I mean, he obviously knew who Tony Kornheiser was, but he had no idea what the Little's community. As Roxy didn't. This is why he's Tiny Chuck. This is why he's not Little little Chuck. Chuck. He's Tiny (laughs) Chuck. But let me tell you, he he was the best man at our wedding, Mm -hmm. and we had some Little's there. Yeah. And he sold. Yeah. He's done. He's like, nice. he's like, nice. I'm in, I'm in. But he's excited to meet Alex and whoever else can get there. So, right. I mean, he's, yeah. yeah, he's all in on the littles now, mm-hmm. I think. So there's, this is cool. there's been a few over the years, obviously, you know, you, you hear an email. Uh, yeah, your from, ears prick up. Yep. Like, oh, you know, and I love that something has been put together to kind of bring people together. I remember when Chatter was still going, my wife had some occasions to need to go to Washington. And I had gone in 2001 and seeing the ESPN studios mm. where the original ESPN show was and walked by. And of course they weren't recording, but they had a, a big picture window where you could see the recording studio. Right. And I, uh, I told my wife, I was like, look, I'm going to have to go have breakfast at chatter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then they closed down and COVID happened. So, you know, right. that, that right. didn't work out. But. Yeah. Oh, same here. That's so funny. I love when guests just know where you're going with the interview. That was my next question. Had you ever gotten to chatter and stuff like that? So that's perfect. I did not. I, I actually did. Uh, I recruited a little who was a kid that I coached in youth hockey. And uh, he w- graduated from school and was and is now living in the Washington, D.C. area. And he was moving there and chatter was still open. I said, hey, you, you really ought to go by this place. And he's a real political wonk. And so he started listening to the Tony Kornheiser show just because it's smart and funny. Yeah. yeah. And so I helped create a little and he did go by chatter and got like a turtle keychain or something like that. Oh, that's, that's, great. Cute. that's fantastic. So I have two degrees of separation of that. Right. Sure. Right. Well, Roxy and I finally made it. We went about two it. weeks ago. We didn't go in it. <laughs> Obviously, it was closed. But we got our pictures in front of with we the sign. The sign's still it. up. The sign's still there. I, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So we got pictures. So that was great. And I managed to get a uh, one of the last medium chatter shirts. Oh, great. Which I gave to my daughter, and she seems to like it. She oh, wears good. It oh, that's great. They grew up with Tony Kornheiser being on just playing around the house. Right. So, you know, they can hum the theme songs, and they know all the names and roll their eyes at me and stuff. Oh, that's great. <laughs> 
I was going to say, I don't remember. Who did you get your chatter shirt from? From Mo? I thought it was Mo. Yeah, yeah. I think Mo got And then uh, the incomparable Robert Berg right. sent me mine. Oh. So yep. we were very fortunate. Mm-hmm. We actually were able to get some ourselves. So yep. that's great. Well, listen, I w- I'm not even going to ask. So much more to get into, but we need to take a break. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And we are lucky enough to have Kelly Cardin with us all the way from Ozark, Missouri. (laughs) I get nailed for that all the freaking time. Because I, of course, say Ozarks. Ozarks. That's the lake. Yeah. Lake of the Ozarks. Yes. So with just another caveat there, we are in what is technically termed the geological area of the Ozarks i.e. the Ozark Mountains, oh. which is southern Missouri and northern Arkansas. It is called the Ozarks, kind of like Acadia down in Louisiana. So it is an actual geographical area, the Ozarks, but I'm in the town of Ozark, which is better actually, what you guys say is better than what my uncle always calls it, which is Ozarko. Ozarko? Okay, no, <laughs> yeah. I've never done that. But I just want to point out, Littles, did you hear that? So Chuck here is not as dumb as we thought. Right. I mean, he's still dumb, but... Yeah. Not as. As dumb. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm just affirming some of the things that Chuck said. So I'm, I'm <laughs> All right. So let's get back into this because we haven't even deep dive. So you're from Texas, but you moved to Missouri. You've been there for 25 years. So I, I'm guessing, but let's find out. Where's your fandom lie? What's your favorite sport, favorite teams, things like that? So obviously being born in Houston in the 70s, I grew up a huge, huge Houston Oilers fan. You know, during the Love You Blue era, Bum yeah. Phillips, Earl Campbell. Yeah. That's before you're 10 and you're preteen. And that's where fandom is like the biggest deal, you know, collecting cards and seeing things and getting to go to the Astrodome to watch the Astros. So that was probably my peak fandom. All right. Can we pause there for a second? So what was that like growing up as a kid being, what, 100 miles from America's team? Wait a minute. 100 miles from America's team? You're talking about Dallas? Yeah, that's more than 100 miles, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's like 300 miles. And okay. I, don't <laughs> I was within the, the area code. Not really, but okay. No, no. Texas is really, really big. Yeah. Uh, oh, trust me. I know. I've, <laughs> I've traveled the entire... Yeah. Can I tell a side story real quick? When I started touring... And we were doing one-nighters. And that means you play a town, you go to the next town, you play it. Okay. So when I got this itinerary for one of my first tours, I saw that we were in Texas for a week. A whole week. In different cities. In different cities. But we're like in Texas. I was like, I was so excited. Little did I know there was going to be a 400 freaking mile drive in between every one of those freaking cities. Sucks. So I know how big Texas is. It sucks. Anyway. No, but you know what I mean? Like, so everybody at that in the 70s, come on, everyone. It's, you know, the Cowboys. No, absolutely. uh, The rest of Texas was absolutely Cowboys. Houston, though, Houston as a city, it was all Oilers, all Astros. And so it was just this bubble right there in the middle. And it was a great time to be an Oiler fan because they were successful. You know, they were were having great rivals. So when they moved in my 20s, that was really probably my last really rooting interest in a football team from my childhood because I just I couldn't follow them to Tennessee. Yeah. And the name changed. And so that was a tough one. Well, that was stupid, but too, because they were the Tennessee Oilers for like the first right, year or two. Right. right? Yeah, it was yeah, dumb. for a year yeah. or two. And I just and by that time I was actually here. So I was a little closer, but it, it just didn't stick. And then the Astros moving from the National League to the American League was a bit of a death blow to my fandom there because I'm kind of a National League guy. Okay. Yeah. And now I live in Cardinal country, which growing up was a huge rivalry for me and my cousins. And now it's like, all right, I guess I'm a Cardinals fan. But also when I moved to Missouri, which I lovingly refer to as the gateway to Yankee land, the sport of hockey was not big in Texas. Oh, right. But the Houston Arrows played for a few years when I was real young. And I got to see Gordy Howell and his sons play when I was super young. So When I got here and there was hockey, I really dove deep into it. So I'm a huge blues fan and I play adult hockey in an adult hockey league. My kids played hockey. I have a son who's actually getting ready to try out for our local college team in August. So hugely nervous about that. More nervous than I've been about hockey in a long time. (laughs) And so, yeah, so right now I would say that I'm a huge hockey fan because it's a bigger part of my life now, but grew up a huge Rockets fan and a Spurs fan Mm -hmm. in the... uh, in the 2000s 
So that's really where my sports allegiance lies. And I'm a little bit of a history guy and I'm old enough to catch a lot of the references that Mr. Tony refers to. So mm-hmm. that's great. Now, speaking of history, let's go back to the Oilers. I don't know why it's so simple, but I loved their logo. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why, but I just love those helmets. Yeah, no, I agree with you. The Columbia blue and the oil Derek. Sure. Yeah. I still have Oilers ball caps and stickers and oh, they are kind of around my house on shelves and stuff, but it's just because it's all from my childhood. Right. And uh, again, those teams are really what stick with you because that's back when it meant a lot. When you're a kid and you're 10 years old and the Pittsburgh Steelers steal a playoff game to keep you out of the Super Bowl, you end up hating Terry Bradshaw and Pittsburgh Steelers with a, the fury of a thousand suns. <laughs> now, wait a minute. That's a true. That's a good point. I forgot. So Houston was in the AFC, weren't they? Houston was in the AFC. That's right. And in the 78-79 championship game, the referees gave a touchdown to the Steelers and obviously screwed the Oilers and let the Steelers win another Super Bowl. So, Rocky, you years. remember that game, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Tough time. Yeah. And just as a caveat, we are not going to talk about the Buffalo Bills. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's another one. Yeah. I remember that game. That was, yeah. Anyway, all right, let's let's I just. Do, that's why we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Where do you lie on peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Let's just get I'm out of a, that. No. Yeah, I am a crunchy peanut butter kind of guy. I used to be a name brand peanut butter, but my kids grew up on kind of natural peanut butter, okay. so I haven't hit up like a Jif crunchy in a long time. But yeah, crunchy peanut butter with grape jelly sandwich is the way to go. Excellent. Cool. I knew I wanted you on the podcast for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, real quick, I have to go back. What about the Music City Miracle? I mean, if we're going to like go on the Buffalo there, game, I mean, that was the Oilers, that t- right? No, that was Tennessee. Uh, yeah, again, but that's I the Oilers franchise. I couldn't. Um, was that payback, you think, for that Buffalo game? No, because it, it was for Tennessee. I have a little bit of, uh, of course, the Browns being the ridiculous, you know, worst team in the world and doing bad things right now, obviously. But the Browns dressed up as dogs and kept their records and they lost their team and then they got it back a few years later but because they all protested and dressed up like dogs they got to keep the name and all their records but now the city of Houston can't put a statue of Earl Campbell in front of the Texans stadium because all the records and the name went to Tennessee so it's a complex anxiety that I live with yeah that's Uh, that's not cool (laughs) I mean yeah that sucks yeah Right. They took all of their records with them. Whereas when the Browns left, they retained the name and mm-hmm. the record. Of course, they became the Ravens and their history starts whatever, whenever they. Well, got I wonder why that is. I don't understand why their history, because the Browns didn't come from somewhere else. Right. They just started no. a, a new franchise. Started in Cleveland. And yeah. And then essentially technically got an expansion. To, I'm probably getting some of these details wrong, but I'm sure it all has to do with contracts and lawyers and buying well, sure out. Mm. As yeah. Tony says, it's all about money. I'm yeah. sure it's all about so, money. Yeah. So. It's all of the money. So. All right. Well, listen, we're almost out of time, and I kind of already started to get off the topic of the Buffalo Bills game. But let's do some fun, dumb questions before we let you go. Is that all right? Absolutely. All right. Roxy, what do you got? What fictional character do you wish you could meet? Doc from John Steinbeck's Cannery Row. Whoa. Wow. No editing there, Littles. He had that ready to go, yep. and like that was very specific. Yep. All right. If someone made a movie of your life, would it be a drama, a comedy, a romantic comedy, action film, science fiction, horror, or documentary, or a new one added to the list recently, mockumentary? I love delightful romantic comedies, so I would want it to be that. So I'm going to say a delightful romantic comedy. Not just a romantic, a delightful romantic. A delightful. (laughs) Who would star against you? It would be really hard to find someone as beautiful and witty as my wife. Uh, Ah. Take notes, Chuck. Good for you. All right, Roxy, what do you got? What is your favorite family tradition? Probably my family reunion every summer that I mentioned earlier. We pick a lake somewhere in the Midwest, and there's 50 of us. It's not the biggest family reunion ever, but it's huge, and all of my cousins go there, and it's a huge family tradition. My kids love it, so that would have to be it. And it is a cousin reunion because uh, it was a set of cousins that put it together back in the late 70s. But because one of them is a fifth grade teacher, she made T-shirts for it, but she misspelled cousin. Oh, no. <laughs> it came out Cousion, at extra O in there. And so now it is the Cousion family reunion, which is a made up word, but it's been that way for 40 years. So. Oh, my God. Wait, that's I love that. 
Now, that 50 people, so that seems like a lot. Yeah. And I, I will also say on behalf of the Littles, it's our least favorite for you because that means you can never go to Summer of Littles. But, it is, yeah. Wow. It's, it does conflict, I will agree. Yeah. <laughs> what if there's a Summer of Littles that happens to be on a lake that you happen to be at with your family reunion and you can pop yeah. from, from you one should to the host. other? Yeah. You should host. Yeah, that's true. That's what I should do. You Make, could host. I, Just don't tell your family until it, it starts well, happening. This way you can have it all planned in the same spot. Yeah. Well, just convert them all to littles and just why have it not? happen. Oh, yeah. Now, also, side note. We'll Ro- have 50 more episodes. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Roxy likes a good lake here. So I do. Uh, what are some of the better near you? What's like? What's a good lake near you? The nearest lake to me is actually the lake that Branson's on, and that's Table Rock Lake. There's also a smaller lake, I guess, technically, that Branson's on called Lake Tanicomo that's an outflow of Table Rock Lake. It's a bigger lake. It's busier, but it's got lots of stuff on it. It's not nearly as busy as Lake of the Ozarks. Okay. My favorite lake would be a, an, another lake just downstream of that, more towards central South Missouri, called Bull Shoals Lake. It's a huge lake that's, because it's in the middle of the Ozark Mountains, it's pretty empty there's not a lot of people on oh. it the water is really clear Ooh. and so it's just i don't really need a big party lake that's not really my right. thing so yeah. i i prefer sort of a quieter nicer water lake so okay oh, good to know yeah no, that's why i asked roxy <laughs> okay we're getting our vacations planned here right oh you know and obviously you guys have plenty of people to rely on and whatnot but please put me on the list of people that can help out and uh, uh give you advice or meet you somewhere or buy you dinner or provide oh, stop. Beer or whatever it is. So, that's yeah, so that's nice not necessary that's just so send us nice. a box thank of that you. no i'm kidding yeah, um <laughs> no and, and thank you because but the truth is we don't because really we only have tiny chuck out there and he's not really reliable i mean he's he was supposed to host a summer of littles for the last two years and thank goodness for alex cobb that's right, all we can say right so there we go roxy what's next we got time for a couple more okay what is the best piece of advice you've received Ooh, i'm not going to have that near as ready as the john steinbeck that's okay shirt. The best piece of advice that I received, probably from an old firefighter when I was a very young firefighter, which was don't get a second job because then you'll become a slave to the payments on whatever boat you're about to buy. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. That's great. I like that. It was. So throughout my career as a firefighter, I never had second jobs, which then allowed me to be a much better father and husband. Sure. Um, oh, that's great. Sure. That was good advice. Yeah. So we didn't even go- dive into that at all. Unfortunately, I, I apologize for that, Littles. I mean, was that like your dream job as a kid? Because, you know, as kids, a lot of times we were like, oh, I want to be a firefighter, a policeman. I mean, where did that you passion know, come from? I did have two or three sporadic contacts with the fire department as a kid. A house on my street in Houston down the street caught on fire, and I remember watching that. It, so there was two or three different instances like that. But I can't say that I was ever like, oh, I want to be a firefighter. But when the opportunity came up and I had a person at a company I was working for as a college dropout who was a firefighter, and I sat down and talked with him and he gave me some advice on how to make that happen. And it was a hugely rewarding career. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I can't say that I always wanted to be one, but once I figured out how to be one, it, you know, obviously it kind of takes over your life and it becomes yeah. a big part of your personality. Sure. And so, yeah, I'm very pleased with the career I had. I'm very happy to have retired clean, as it were, and injury free. And so, yeah, that's wow. wonderful. Great. Thank you for your service there. That, yeah. that that always hits home for me. The littles know both my parents were police officers. So ah. that kind of service just. I don't think so, a lot of people realize how difficult it is sometimes. Well, and I married into a law enforcement family, my father-in-law and my brother-in-law, uh, police officers. So, okay. yeah, not yeah, of 911 talk around here. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's end with this. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Who? So my first inclination would be someone like Johnny Bravo, but mm. that's... Uh, is that even, are you guys old enough to know who Johnny I Bravo is? I know who Johnny Bravo is. She's heard okay. of Johnny Bravo. I've seen Got Johnny Bravo. <laughs> So I will stick with Johnny Bravo, yeah. just big, dumb, and goofy. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's a great answer. Feel kind of into, but uh, yeah, so we'll yeah. go with that. Love you, it. You don't need to switch to Bugs Bunny for us. No. That's good. No. All right, let's let's end real quick. Some rapid fire: Coke or Pepsi? Dr Pepper. I'm from Texas. Oh, that's right. Okay. Brady Bunch or Partridge Family? Neither one. Never watched either one of them. What, what family would you like? Probably the Keatons from uh, oh. like Alex. Okay, Keaton that's and the eighties. There, you're good. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Cups up or down in the cupboard? Up. 
Mainly because I don't have upper cabinets. I have drawers. Oh, so, okay. oh wait, they're down. Wait, they are down. Oh. I'm thinking about this. They're down in the drawers. What am I thinking of? Ah, all right. Down, down, okay. down, down, down. All right, one okay. more, Roxy. All right, Uranus jokes. Not funny or never not funny. So that stupid town is like 45 <laughs> minutes from me <laughs> that Tony's always talking about, the Uranus, Missouri. Uranus Fudge Factory. It's, it's only been there for like seven years. It was a giant strip club complex oh. for the 20 years before it. It's halfway between Springfield and Fort Leonard Wood Army Base. Okay. And the Uranus jokes are always funny. I hate that little town thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah it's one of those things that you know when your state or your local area is known for something that's kind of dumb you just shake your head and go yeah uh, man i got gotcha. you but yes your jokes are always funny but All roxy right. if we ever get out there we're, we're, we're going to we're the going. fudge factory we're going to the fudge factory mm-hmm. if we ever get out there we yeah. Have yeah. To. I mean, you, you won't be able to drive down i-44 without passing it i mean you gotta go but again as a local it just means something different i got gotcha. you <laughs> i got gotcha. you well, <laughs> Kelly, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on and meet the Littles. Is there anything we can plug for you? How can we get in touch with you? You're on Twitter and all that, right? I am on Twitter as Kelly Carden Uno, U-N-O, Spanish one. Yep. And uh, I follow a lot of Littles and a lot of Littles follow me. So you get into a lot of talk with other Littles, which I love. I really appreciate you guys reaching out to me to chat with me. I have nothing to plug other than just the community of littles. The connective issue is, as he says, always amazing. Again, 20 plus years ago when I started listening to this, I didn't realize that it was going to be around in a part of my life quite like it is. So it's it's very exciting to be on your podcast. Oh, well, thank you so much. That means a lot to us. And who knew we were going to be asking you Uranus jokes and Mm -hmm. things like that. This is great. Oh, I got figured you would (laughs) well speaking of as an homage to the big show we'll get you out here on this over or under let's go over because i'm an optimist (laughs) okay (laughs) that sounds great love it all right kelly thanks again for coming on to meet the littles we really appreciate the time all right thank you very much and if you guys do make it to southwest missouri in the ozarks please let us know so we can all greet you sounds good all right all you loyal listeners we'll be right back Hey guys, it's John, and this is a Something Wicked Read. Please join us August 6th at 5 p.m. for the Summer Little event at 34 Broadway, Hanover, PA. Something Wicked Brewing has 16 taps of its house-brewed beer, along with a selection of pea wines, mead, and spirits. We also have a delicious menu of delectable pub fare. For parking, please use the two parking lots on Railroad Street. See you then. Let's go O's. That's perfect. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. It's now time for the Friday Five. Who's this by Roxy? Brian? Yes, Brian Becker. Okay. All right. What's number one? Number one. What's your favorite summer beverage? Oh, can I go first? Sure. All right. I love that Chuck doesn't get a vote in this. <laughs> I, you know, because I I'd only discovered it about like eight years ago and it was in a hotel and they had it in the lobby and I was like, oh, cucumber flavored water. Just cucumber water. Cu- Wait, what? Yeah, just cucumber water. Well, cucumber flavored water. No, it's you put cucumber in water and it's cucumber water. Why are you talking so soft, Roxy? <laughs> I don't know. But it's cucumbers mm. in Yeah, cucumbers in water. Basically, is this I guess a tomato the same tomato thing. thing or am I gonna get nailed on this uh, one? Too? That's what I'm trying to save you from. Oh I don't know for sure, so I'm just telling you so how you're covering I say bo- it. Okay, you're covering both bases. All right, Chuck, what do you got? What's your favorite beverage, Ooh, Chuck? Just leave it on the couch. Oh yeah, well that there's other reasons for that. All right. That's right. <laughs> Well, you're actually, Chuck, you stole mine a little bit. What? I was going to say water. Just uh-huh. water? Because it's like 105 degrees out here. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, actually, my favorite summer beverage, non-alcoholic. Can be alcoholic. Is only, I only drink it in the summer, iced tea, not mm-hmm. sweet. 
plain iced tea. Nope. And if I had to pick an alcoholic beverage, it would be a dark and stormy. Oh, oh those are pretty good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, in the copper cup, so it stays cold yeah. longer. Well, since you got two, I'm going with sweet tea is another one of mine. But I'm yeah, gonna go with the. Good. I'm gonna go with the whatever Roxy oh. said it's called. Cucumber water. The water with cucumber in it. Whatever flavors. Yeah. Flavored. Yeah. Go ahead, Roxy. <laughs> What's yours? Oh gosh, I mean, I would say like. Adult beverage could be anything from rosé to margaritas. I do like a good, I do like cucumber water. Shoot, yeah. Well, you listed like three. Which one are you going with? Uh, I guess rosé is my typical go-to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's bachelorette season, so mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> the rosé is flowing. What's your favorite burn that you've burn. ever given or received? Chuck, do you have one? That's a tough one. Chuck, you love to say it all the time. I know, but I can't just think of one off the spot. It has to be in the moment, you know? It's like yeah. a, a burn isn't something you hold on to. It's like, you, gotta, <laughs> you know, you move on. I'm going to go with the off. I like the that's what she said. Any that's what she said joke. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great burn. Mm-hmm. I don't Is that considered a burn? <laughs> I don't think, think that's so. a burn. No? I think it's a, a burn is like an insult. Yeah. I uh. would say, boom, roasted. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, I don't know. I'm mean, like, your, your mama so ugly jokes? I mean, do those? I don't know. I don't know. Is that a burn? <laughs> I think that's a burn. Little, yeah. we're, I think we're everybody like, should go just go listen to the Upset Special podcast. There's a ton of them in that's there. That's true. There are a lot oh, of burns. Look at, I'll take you, any Chuck. Of those. look at you. He wants to Promoting do the podcast. He wants to do an August episode for <laughs> the draft. Is that sure. what, no? I just I yes. I don't know anything Top about ten players to choose for the draft. Check that's a whole different podcast. All right, number three. If held at gunpoint, what's a question that you wouldn't know the answer to, even though you probably should? Rocky, mm. I had answers for all these and I forgot them. You did. I, I don't know. Don't. I think I think I would clam up. I don't think I would be able to answer anything. For you, Chuck, I'm going to say it would be who was the MVP of the 1986 World Series game. Why would somebody hold me at gunpoint and ask me that question? Well, Chuck, that's not the, that's, but Chuck, that's not the that's not the spirit of the question, Chuck. It's just what's a question that you wouldn't know the answer to, even though you probably should. I mean, it could at be gunpoint. It could be as simple as like your address or something, I guess. But like I Tony totally Kornheiser's birthday, dress. or you know, I don't. Oh, know. I wouldn't know that. Oh, it just happened. Is July, July thirteenth. All right. Should we, we make the announcement me. now, nice. Roxy? Sure. All right. So for the hardcore listeners, because we know some littles are going to be very excited about this on Tony's birthday, July 13th. Happy birthday, uh, Tony. Happy birthday, Tony. Chuck here decided to give notice and yep. will no longer be at the show he's doing. Yeah. Um, and He's uh, moving on. Moving, moving on. on up. Uh, I'll be doing cheek to cheek soon mm-hmm. again. But um, and yeah. And then so, the world is your oyster. So there you go. So for the hardcore listeners that are interested in that stuff. Jump um, for joy now. Yes. It's, it's yeah. That's it's all we'll happening. say. Okay. So that's right. Mic what's, drop. What's number four? What's your favorite word that isn't actually a recognized word found in the Merriam Webster? I don't know because they're starting to add words nowadays. They are. Like emoji is a word. Now. I think that's just silly. I mean, so no. Well, I'm going to. Can we just go supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? That's not in there, is it's there? It's not. I, I don't hope. think so. Uh, well, yeah, I'll take that one too. Okay, Chuck, what do you got? That's a word? It's yeah. not a word. Recognized it's not a word. in the dictionary. What about Bing? B I N G. Bing. Or uh, bam. I have like, a feeling that's a word. Bing cherry. Bing is like a cherry. Bing, like in Groundhog Day? Or Bing Crosby? Like bing. You know, like the like. like I don't know. I'm you feeling. Were correct. Bing. We need a dictionary because I don't have one. We need to like figure. Why this don't out. we have a dictionary in our apartment? Because you have Google. You don't need a dictionary now. Yeah, but a dictionary <laughs> is so like prestigious. Yeah, I know. It is. And regal. But it takes up space, and we don't need it. Does it, so. We have no space. All right, we're. This is a terrible Friday. I'm having for us. a hard time. with We're doing these. terrible with on Bing these. Unless, and then I'll change my answer once I get done and look it up. What about bazinga? Is that Ooh, a? Ooh, cute. Or is that two Ooh. words? That no, might that's be, one, that's one word. Bazinga. I like that one. I don't know if it's in there or not. I don't know, but, but I'm winning like Friday it. Five this week. I'm totally winning this. All right, number hey. five. What was the most fun thing you bought this week during Amazon Prime Days? There's I, a bonus question. I'm, I sadly didn't buy anything. I didn't either. I, I did. I bought a new pair of Adidas. They oh. were half price. Okay. Oh. And I had been dreading the ones I have been wearing for the last five years. Treads wearing down, all kinds of stuff. But yeah. I just have been dreading going to Foot Locker or whatever. To try on new shoes, and so these, ju- I just saw these, and I was like, "Holy crap, that's right!" I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna go for it. Oh. So cheap, wow. so I did it. I got them. I got them in one day. 
and put them on. Perfect fit. Went to the gym today. Boom. Done. Wow. Love it. Bang. Done. I can't. <laughs> bang. There you go. I can't do <laughs> shoes on the internet. It's It doesn't work for me. Yeah. My I usually feet, don't. But My feet are so weird. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, they're yeah. a little weird. They're very weird. It's okay. Uh, but You're a, you got a, what, the Birkenstocks, right? I have Fred Flintstone feet. <laughs> That's very well known. I have Fred Flintstone feet, so they're very wide. And yeah, anyway. So we have a bonus question. Nope. Oh, oh, wait, let's go back real quick, because I think this is funny that I actually bought from Walmart.com and not Amazon Prime during Amazon Prime. Right. I mean, I did buy things, but I I think it was around, not actually on the days. I bought two yoga blocks, and I bought a big hole punch, because I want to do something interesting with my wedding R, sorry, (laughs) wedding cards. I caught myself. Yeah, uh Um, Yeah, right. Yeah. The littles know. But I don't think it wasn't on Prime Day or... Prime days. Now, Roxy, speaking of yoga blocks and whatnot, you have to, we'll wait till next time. We'll tease this for the next episode. You're going to have to go into this workout you did. Oh my gosh. You boxed on one day and then like two days later you did this like ultimate. I jumped up on a box. Who did you work out with? I worked with uh, my friend Beth and she runs the Limit Fit. Right. And they've got a ton of videos on demand. Who are her clients? Sutton Foster, Patina Miller, Jennifer Gardner, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I, yeah. I was, Whoa. I got big, to, big hitters. yeah, big hitters. I worked with her on a show years ago and she created this company during COVID and it's just been so inspiring to see. And I, well, we'll I, talk about it next time. We're going to tease that. Yeah. I jumped up on a, a well, hello. Box I said, we're going to tease it. I know, but I'm really excited. <laughs> okay. We're going to tease it. Okay. All right, okay. Don't give it all away. Okay. You can't show them all your cards. Roxy. Okay. All right. Bonus question, Chuck. If your savings account balance equaled your social security number, how much money would you have? Well, I'm not giving that number. <laughs> Chuck doesn't get a trick question. Good for you, Chuck. <laughs> and as a follow-up, please add the name of the street you grew up on, your pet's first name, favorite elementary school teacher, and mother's maiden <laughs> name. Good for you, Chuck. Oh, right, because those are usually the, uh, the passwords. The password or, questions. Password I was questions. just about to answer it, too. Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be choxy right. now. Bing. All right. That's our Friday Five. Thank you, Brian Becker. Let's get out of here. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can just go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Chuck, have you been to the website yet? That's what I thought. I'm having trouble hearing you. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Chuck, you're on the website. You got to go to the website. Go to the website, loyallittlespod.com. All right. And thank you, Kelly Carden, for coming on to Meet the Littles today. That yep. was a fun time. Yeah. And Lee Gordon for that amazing Christmas in July bumper. That was awesome. And Daniel Ford and John Sanders for his Summer of Littles bumper. Yeah. So make sure you send those in. Summer of Littles, send those in. We'll play them. You can show off your venue. Tell us who's coming, who's not coming, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Sully, what up? Are you doing one? What's happening? I don't know. Oh, Sully's coming to Springfield. No, I think Sully's coming to New York. Springfield. I still think it'd be fun for him to hold like a rival Summer of Littles at like the Palm or something. Oh, yeah. But anyway. All right. Thanks for listening to the Loyal Littles podcast. And remember, if you are out shopping online tonight, specifically stickrip.com or fogfreeeyewear.com, don't forget to use the code. Do you know what the code is, Chuck? For you guys? LLC. No, LL podcast. You were very, you were very warm. For a second. LL podcast. Stop. Nope. Do that again. LL. Keep going. I remember LL Cool J's in there. No, no. So keep going. No, you had it. Just say it again. You had it. LL Podcast. LL Pod. There you go. There you go. Use the code, people. Use it. I did not foresee this being such a big part of my life. Woke up too late again. Trying to get to work by 10 And it's harder than it seems Stayed up with my regret And with things that aren't here yet And it's harder than it seems Seems like a dream It ain't no dream Try to manage and control Keep my ducks all in a row And it's harder than it seems too much on my plate can't even keep up with the date and it's harder than it seems just like a dream you know what i mean can this be the way we live something here has got to give feels like this boat's about to sink
of the day Let it guide me on my way It's not as hard as it seems It's not about what I can get Let me give a little bit It's not as hard as it seems Angels to dream podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. <laughs> oh, yeah.